and welcome to the Bcast. My name is Amber Miller, and I'm here with Monica Steely and Sarah Goaty. And we are <laughs> having the time of our lives already. <laughs> I've never felt this way before. <laughs> it's the truth. Oh, I owe it all to you, Amber. Y'all, it is one of those days. Where Nobody just... puts baby in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> We're just... Oh, oh y'all. Even before we started recording, we were laughing. It's just, we, I don't know what to tell you. It's one of those days. You know why? It's because we're talking about love. Yeah, that's love right. Love brings joy. Love and love wisdom brings peace And wisdom of mind. and um, what was before? Honor. Yeah. So that's, what, that's what's in us today. So we're, <laughs> we're in here dying. So just join us. Join yeah, us. that's right. Um, so we are continuing. We are on week three of Be Open-Minded. And this is our final week. We're, we're finishing up with love. We did... Um, honor the first week and then last week we spent the day talking about wisdom and today we're on love so we have all kinds of song references we're going to try to avoid today but we're not making any promises monica we are turning your mic off now i know what does love got to do with it (laughs) everything is we're about to find out Uh, it's good stuff you know love is um (laughs) Y'all are going to laugh. It's something I'm very passionate about. Um, I think the shorter list would be, what are you not passionate about? Yeah, I know, about? really. And I think Will Ferrell is one of those. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like that would be okay. Amber. Okay. No, I'm not okay. a huge yeah. Will Ferrell fan. You know, tweet us or blog to us what your favorite Will Ferrell movie is. Oh. So that's where all the laughter started that's yes. from. That's yes. where we started at. Um, but in any event, you know, um, I think that if you can't get anything else out of the Bible... The one thing that you can get is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, mm-hmm. your mind, and to love others as yourself. Um, and I think there's a reason why God says, hey, that's my first and second greatest commandments. I think mm-hmm. he kept the, the list very short. Yeah. You know, he said, right. hey, in the Old Testament, I gave you 12 commandments. Ten. I mean, sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking about love. I'm thinking about love the Lord and love the others. I'm adding them together. Um, the Ten. But Sarah's 11th and 12th commandments are be passionate and be geeked up. I am not. I'm going to learn to not be passionate. I am. I'm going to learn. That's 2014. I'm going to be less passionate and less geeked up. I don't want a passionate listener. No, I like your passion and geeked upness. In my my house, I'm referred to as spicy. So I'm going to be less spicy. I love that. Spicy. I'm introducing you as spicy from now on. Uh, but in any event, so he gives us 10 before Christ dies on the cross. He gives us two after Christ dies on the cross. Now, I mean, of course, there are a lot more commands, quote unquote, right? Um, but those are the two. And I think there's a reason why. Because he's like, man, if you don't get anything else, right. get these two things. Love me. You can sum them all up in those two. Love others. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Um, and so I think that... If we could wrap our brain around that and what kind of love he's talking about, right? Then we would be able to really um, unify the body of Christ, and mm-hmm. I think that we would be the kind of body of Christ that non-believers would look at and say, "Hey, I want to be a part of that." And I don't think that that happens very often because I don't think that we look loving from the outside. And you know, we've talked about this in weeks past of. Um, the compassion week mm-hmm. we talked about, you know, sometimes Christians can be, they think they're full of compassion yet. We're so full of being judgmental. And that was really 
what this week was going to be was being don't be judgmental. But we didn't want to take it from a don't be or a non-judgmental right, perspective, right? Uh, we don't want to tell you not to be something. We're trying to make this a proactive thing. Right. And the word that really helped out that whole thought process was being loving. Yeah. Because when you're full of love, you're not going to be judgmental because love is the antithesis of exactly. being judging and yeah. critical. Um, so you can't start off with love without thinking about First Corinthians um, one thirteen, you know, it just kind of, I mean, thir- 13, it just kind of all goes together. I'm all Absolutely. over myself. <laughs> and girls, I'm just going to tell numbers. you, like, it's just I, a am, I issue. am like, my mind is not working well this morning. I'm telling you, it's what happens when you have two surgeries in one year. Like they suck brain cells out well, of your brain. It is 11 degrees. Let's That's go right. Ahead okay. It's 11 yeah. degrees Why and two so surgeries. Cold. Okay. Like I am just... Like my mind, even earlier today, I was trying to think of something that I had just thought of and I couldn't think of it. I'm just like, I'm losing my mind. Um, so first Corinthians 13, um, if I speak in the tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a clinging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge. And if I have a faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. Love is patient, kind, does not envy, is, does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, trusts, hopes, and always perseveres. Um, and I love the first part of that because it goes through a lot of the gifts, the spiritual yes. gifts. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you can have all these spiritual gifts and you can use them, quote unquote, in the Lord. But if you have those gifts and you don't have love, right. they're worthless. Yep. Right. Basically, I feel like God is saying, hey, listen, you can have everything from here to there. But if it doesn't have love, you might as well not have it at all. Right. It doesn't yeah. count. Yeah. It's only for yourself. It's not for me and it's not for the body of Christ. It's just for you. Mm-hmm. Um, in Matthew five forty three, if you've heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your neighbors or love your enemies. I told you I'm going crazy. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. I mean, come on girls. Yeah. 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 How many times I mean, have you had someone you needed to pray for? It's the opposite of what is naturally in us to do. Right. It is so opposite. It's, it's so, so backwards. And yes. Satan knows that. Yeah. Like he really hones in on all of our emotions to keep us from showing God's yeah. love yeah. to others. This is that verse is something I'm I'm having to really walk through with Jaina right now because you know she's in fourth grade and fourth grade for me was the pivotal year where like relationships have changed and friendships change and mm. it's just not the same as it was and that's life and it's supposed to happen. But she's of the like we're all one big happy family mentality right. and why aren't we all one big happy family anymore? And so she mm. easily is getting her feelings hurt or feeling left out and I keep telling her we need to pray for them yes. because in praying for them, it's not, we're not praying that they're going to change. We're just praying for the situation, praying that God would love and bless them, but your heart is going to change and you're yeah. going to see it differently. And the, like, I just keep thinking like, okay, the sooner I can get her on this, pray for the people that you feel are hurting you band, bandwagon yeah. Yeah. as an adult, life will be a little bit easier. So much easier. Cause when you're praying for someone, you can't hate them and you can't think right. horrible things about them. Like the two of those don't go together. It reminds me of Stormy's book, power of praying parent or right. wife mm-hmm. or husband. Yeah. And when I started reading that book, I was like, yes, 
I'm going to figure out how Chris is going to change. <laughs> and then after the first chapter, I'm like, dang it. This is going to be all about how I'm, I'm going to change. change. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Um, yeah. But it is true. Like, you know, prayer is not about changing others. It's really about, again, changing your perspective. Right. And giving yourself the wisdom to know how to handle right. that it's situation. It's the whole open-minded thing because God sees our weakness. He sees our flaws. But he loves us unconditionally, mm-hmm. and therefore, because he is love, and we abide in him, and he abides in us, right. we will have the ability to love the person despite the sin and the They're weakness. Yeah. That's yeah. just like Christ did. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was the ultimate at showing how to love others, even if they're living in sin. Right. Yeah. Um, Mark twelve thirty through 31 was what we were talking about. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Mind, 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 right? Yeah. Mind. And with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these, except for the other 12 in the Old Testament. <laughs> <laughs> and be passionate. <laughs> oh, and then I love First John 4, 8, because, um, you know, we got to keep it real. Whoever does not love does not know God. Because mm. God is love. Mm-hmm. And that is so, so powerful. I think we have to be really honest here. You know, yeah. um, God says that there will be plenty who stand before him that think he knows them. And he will say he doesn't. Mm. And we've talked about that before in this podcast. And it's nothing to mess around with. This life is a vapor in time. It is just a blink of the eye. And then you're going to have eternity in mm. How you are here on earth is a reflection of your heart. It goes back to that whole integrity thing, right? right? It's a reflection of your heart. Where is your heart? Is it in God or not? And if it is in God, then even if you have a hard time loving others, you're at least going to have the conviction to be that way. You're yeah. going to have the prompting to do something about it. Yeah. Um, so the Greeks broke down love into four different types. The first being agape, the second is phileo, the third is eros, and the fourth is, I'm going to say storage, but I know that is probably not the way. Storage. Storage. Okay, well, it's prettier. So that we'll sounded say, Russian. I like we'll that. We'll say storage. Storage. <laughs> um, so let's talk about phileo, eros, and storage first. Um, I love how y'all have to get closer to your mics as you... As you say these in, <laughs> like y'all should be in here watching them. They're like we're rocking. I'm doing our ab workout. <laughs> Multitasker. I'm not a smoker. I'm doing my ab work. <laughs> um, so phileo is a platonic love. It's a love between friends. It's the I love phileo each one. Of I you. have for you all. You beat I me phileo too. you too. <laughs> um, eros is a passionate love, a romantic love. It is emotional feeling. Uh, again, it is the root of feeling in love. I mm-hmm. think of um, the Musketeers. Did y'all ever watch that movie? The oh yeah, Musketeers, and or in, and one of them is Eros, and he was the lover. That's where uh, our word erotic comes from. That's exactly oh, didn't right. Storage um, is an affection, a love for family. That was mm. a new one for me. I knew about phileo, eros, and agape, but I did not know about that one. Yeah, me too. Um, I like that. So that was new. And I even mm. looked it up a couple places to make sure that the one place I looked wasn't like the only sighting spot. But no, it was the four types of Greek love um, or love to find. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. Those are all very important loves, right? We're going to have them, but the one that is the Christ-like love is the agape love. Agape agape is selfish, (laughs) selfless, sacrificial, unconditional. 
It's the highest of the four types of love in the Bible. It is the choice love, mm. not an emotional love. It is an act of will that starts in the brain. Oh, love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's hard hitting. And so don't turn your radio off right now. Don't turn your iPod off, your iPhone or your iPad or whatever you're listening because you're like, click, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> like, really, we got to learn about this and we have to embrace it because yeah, right. it will change the world if we would all really embrace agape right. love. Mm. Um, and really, it won't just change your life. It'll change the world. Yeah. Um, so agape comes from God's love in us. And without his love in us, we can't give it. Remember, we've talked about one of my favorite sayings, you can't impart that which you do not possess. Right. So if you don't have the love of God in you, you can't put it out there. Right. If you are a Christian, you have it in there. Yeah. Because it's the part of the spirit of God is the God of love. Um, so again, just sitting down and being real, Hey, am, am I truly a believer? Um, you know, it's not just about going to church. It's not just about doing the right things, trying to live a good life. Really have you accepted Christ to be the savior of your life and to consume all that you are so that everything good is in you to come out because of the spirit of God. Mm. Um, and just asking yourself that, um, he will not hold that back from us. If we ask for him to give us a heart full of love for others, man, that's what he wants more than anything else. He wants a world of love. That is how we can glorify him. Mm. Right. Right. More than I want my kids to obey or I want my husband to change. It's Mm. God. I think God will like immediately start answering immediately. And I would say you might have to go through a process and it will be inconvenient, which we talk about being inconvenient because you're going to be, because you're going to be intentional. Yeah. Got to stop the way you're thinking and and start thinking a different way. Cause again, it's in the mind. Um, but you know, Living for God is not liking, like rubbing the, the genie bottle, you know, right. and the genie comes out and I'll grant you three wishes and poof, it happens. And, you know, it's just, that's not the reality of a Christian life. Mm-hmm. You know, we are going to be refined. We're going to go through fires. We're going to go through valleys. We're going to go through mountaintops. Um, part of that, a lot of that is Satan because mm-hmm. he wants to get us off track. He doesn't right. want us focusing on God. He wants us to have to go through tough times so that we'll just throw it up and say, we quit. Done. Yeah. Don't want to live a better life. Don't want to be better for God. I'm going to stay in my own little box, live my own little life and not be inconvenienced. Um, but it's just all part of the growth. And, um, Monica has a whole thing on metamorphosis that I'm really hoping eventually we will tap into. Um, but this is all part of the metamorphosis of becoming who you were before you were saved who you are when you are saved in the process of becoming exactly who he needs you to be for the kingdom of God. Mm. Right. Right. It's mm. a, it's a process of becoming a continual, never ending process. of becoming. So I thought there was no better way for us to think about or talk about agape love than just to define what agape love is. So we're going back to first Corinthians 13, basically, and i um, going to just dive into what Paul says love is and what Paul says love is not. There are, quite a few little what it is and what it's not. And we're just going to talk through of each of them. And girls, if y'all have a story to give, you know, something you might be struggling with, I think this is a great time because the, the agape love thing, I think sometimes overwhelms people because there's so many parts to it. It encompasses everything um, that I think we need to just be real what we struggle with, what we've got to hold on, um, et cetera. So we're going to start with love is patient. 
Another description that can be used for patients is long suffering. Mm-hmm. Um, in other words, it doesn't give up and it's not hot tempered. I think that is that is. Yeah, I don't like the hot tempered con- phrase. That, <laughs> <laughs> it kind of burns just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. And I did get this. I mean, I'm not, I want to give credit where credit is due. There was an article that I read that had a lot of this kind of on here. And one of the reasons, and I wanted to say this last week when we talked about wisdom, one of the reasons that we put the um, resources on the blog is because one of the ways to gain knowledge is by getting out there and reading and right. opening your mind up to whatever it is. So for to me, what other people are saying. That's right, yeah. because they have been given a lot of wisdom. Yeah. You know, sometimes I have a hard time opening up the Bible and just learning about a topic. Sure. You can try to study parenting in the Bible, and you're not going to get very far. Right. But God has really imparted a lot of wisdom to some wonderful authors yes. about taking the Word of God and then fashioning that into an applicable um, yes. book. You know, so again, we will put articles on there. We'll put books on there for you all to say, hey, I need help on this. And so let me get this book and, and do something with yeah. it. Or yeah. let me read this article or whatnot. Yes. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> I'm challenged in this. I'm going to go ahead and be the first one to say with patience. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, I've talked about this um, a lot lately, just where I am in life with parenting. Listen, my kids are awesome. I love my kids, but I just want to be the best that I can be. And um, it's a very type A personality of me, and I take everything really seriously. I'm very passionate um, <laughs> about parenting. Um, and so, you know, that's the, my ministry. Those are the two disciples that God gave to me. And, man, I stink at it sometimes. <laughs> and I think about being agape to other people, and, yeah, I don't think I think sometimes about being agape with my kids. And this really hit me. I was down at the beach doing a lot of studying for this topic. And um, Rye and Chris were on a missions trip, and Addie and I were together with a friend and some family. And I'm sitting there thinking, love is patient and not getting hot-tempered. And that was a trigger word for me because I thought, oh, my gosh, I lose my temper all the time with my kids. That's not agape. You know, I I am extremely impatient, especially when it comes to the Internet, Uh like loading something or like my curling iron heating up or anything that requires me to stand (laughs) there and not move and wait, like drives me. I've started counting backwards from 10. Is that not (laughs) like I probably count like like from a thousand probably at least a day because I'm constantly like 10, 9. Hey, like if I if I could just if I could just get to one, I will survive this. It is so sad, but it has helped me like breathe. It makes me stop and breathe. Yeah. But really, um, and that's and I started. <laughs> I initially started doing it when I was curling my hair, and I'd have to like you know because I would like wrap my hair around and then like let it go, and it wouldn't be curled yet. And I'm like, come on, You're like hurry up. So I'd count to ten, and then uh, it started with the internet like being slow. So then I'd start counting backwards from 10 and then it started like with an elevator wasn't hurrying up <laughs> and then it came to like in a relationship like my husband is is brilliant and wonderful and amazing he is a slow mover a slow mover slow slow mover do you count backwards and i count backwards from 10 when he's doing stuff i'm like okay he's moving it's just gonna take 10 seconds 10 like and it really helps me to not be like just move, just move. Because I'm like a speed, like a speedy yeah. walker, and, and he's like, I'm just being, dude. Like he's being, right. you know. That's right, Amber. You need to learn to be. <laughs> so, 
That's my struggle with patience for you. Yeah, I'll tell you another one that I have a really hard time with patience is driving. Like, oh, I lose my testimony my more. Goodness, yes. I could um, lose my salvation oh, in some in a car. It's so bad, but you know, it's really been convicting me. I mean, for a long time, it's been convicting me. And every year, my New Year's resolution is I'm going to become a more patient driver, and I fail every single year um, because God is, actually puts you in situations yeah, to exercise yes. your patience. It is really, it is truly my nemesis. It's a weakness for me. I'm not. I mean, I'm not you know cussing people out, and I don't have like actual road rage. But I will talk out loud, and my kids will be like, Mom. And I'm like, I know, I know. And I will allow, I will allow it to get me so festered that I will even just look at people sometimes. And I'm like, you know, they are so not seeing the love of Christ in me right now. Right. Overdriving. Do you have the How fish sticker on your car? No. <laughs> That's the reason why you don't no. get it on there. So Nobody knows don't. where yeah. I go to church. Nobody knows where my kids go to school. <laughs> so, um, that you know, it is conviction. And it is true. So then we've got love is kind. Um, we've got kindness means to withhold what harms as well as give what heals. I like um, that. We talked a lot about this with the kindness week. Yes. Um, it's not jealous. I think a lot of us deal with jealousy far more than we're willing to admit it. Hmm. You oh know, jealous yeah. of our spouses, jealous of our friends. Um, you know, I went through a time where I was really jealous of my husband. It felt like everything he did just worked out for him. Yeah. Mm. And he was just getting this better, better life. And me, I'm taking care of kids and yeah. not happy with who I am. And, and nobody knows me or what I'm doing or that, what my what gifts are. Yeah. yeah. What about very, me? Yeah. The what about me? Yeah. yeah. The and me then, monster. And then Chris suffered a lot during the real estate downturn and I saw him suffer and I just, I realized I was like, oh my gosh, real love would just have been happy for him yeah. as a man to mm. have been where he was than to have to watch him go through what he went through. Right. Mm. It doesn't brag. Um, again, I think often we feel the need to talk about ourselves. As a talker, I have to be very well aware of this because I need to be a good listener yeah. as much as I love to talk. And there are many times we're not listeners. We, yeah. we talk about ourselves. We talk about what we're doing. Well, we're covering this in a couple of weeks. We're going to be talking about humility. So that's right. It's going to be, we'll, we'll touch on this oh, later that's right. on. We will. Mm -hmm. That'd be good. Yeah. And love really branches out into all of our B words. It does. It, does. it like all of these that we're going through. When I started doing this, I thought, why did we not make this the, one of the very first weeks? Like, <laughs> right. Love it should funny. have been one of the, it should be the foundation <clears throat> of yeah. all of these B words. That's why God tells us how to be. Yeah. Because all of those things to do are how we, one, are going to be the best testimony for Christ. Mm -hmm. And two, he knows that's what's going to give us the most happiness, contentment, contentment, peace, joy, all of those things come and flow out of the very core of love. Right. Um, you know, it's not arrogant. Mm. The term arrogant refers to grasping for power. It's, right. it's more serious than bragging, which is only grasping for praise. Right. Um, Interesting. Love does not act unbecomingly. In other words, it's not rude. Right. Mm. It's not crude. You right. know, there, you get caught up in that whole thing where people are like, I'm just being honest. Oh, yeah, that's the you know, Christian catchphrases. Yeah. I'm just telling it like it was. Just saying. Um, I love this because it, it says that um, love doesn't always verbalize all its thoughts. 
Ooh. That's really, particularly if those thoughts don't build others up. Wow. Yeah. Won't that stop you in your tracks? Yeah. And we talked about that one week about how we don't have to say everything that we We don't feel. (sighs) We don't. I don't remember what week that was, but that, yeah. There is a graciousness in love, which never forgets the courtesy Tact mm. and politeness are lovely things. Well, I like that. <gasps> is that beautiful? I like that a lot. I think that's kind of the honor thing, too. It yeah. is. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love does not seek its own. Love is the exact opposite of seeking one's own. It's sacrificial. It's selfless. Mm-hmm. It seeks what is best for others above what is best for self. And this doesn't mean that we're a doormat. Right. We don't have to be a doormat. But it does say, hey, look at yourself, engage yourself in the selfish department. Ask yourself if what you are choosing takes others into account, their feelings, their choices. We have to flip-flop that what about me to what about others. Mm. I have a um, great story about this, and it's not anything I did. It's Greg, actually. But... Um, Kind of early on in our marriage, um, I was given the opportunity to go through some grief counseling over some significant loss in my life. It wasn't death of a person, but it was just significant loss. And so after we did, um, you know, Greg worked it out so that I could go like, you know, it was like a 10, 12 week thing for a couple hours once a week. And after the very, I was really scared to go because I just am very comfortable shoving everything down and not Mm. dealing with it. And so he was um, near where the class was. So after the class, that very first night, we met for coffee. And he was asking me about it. And um, I started crying and like, I don't know if I can do this. And I just don't want to pray through this anymore. And I'm tired of talking about it. And I'm tired of praying about it. And he grabbed my hand and he said, well, that's why you have me. So that when you're too weak to pray, I can. And that has always been the image of love to me. Like Mm -hmm. the greatest Mm -hmm. image of at least for me, espousal love is I see you're weak, so I'm, I can be strong for you. Mm. And that so much is what this love does not seek its own. Like he was the one that was like, you need to go do this. I want you to be well. I want you to be healthy. I want you to, you know, work through this and I will pray and support Mm -hmm. and stand. And I just, that has always been just a amazing illustration of agape love. I mean, that's the true selfless, not seeking himself, but seeking for you. Um, Love's not provoked. If anyone had the right, as we call it, to get angry and have an outburst, it would have been when Christ was being beaten and abused and leading up to his crucifixion. You know, but he didn't. You think about it. There are no recordings of him losing it, going crazy, outbursting. Um, He knew that his calling for others was more important than how he felt in that moment. Mm-hmm. And I think we have to remember that the the testimony we're supposed to be building up through loving others is more important than when we're provoked losing it yeah. and snapping. Don't be so easily offended. You know? Right. Just don't be so easily offended. Yeah. Um it doesn't take into account a wrong suffered. So Paul uses the normal word here for bookkeeping or keeping score. So mm-hmm. in other words, you're not keeping score of how often somebody wrongs you. That one is so hard. Mm-hmm. That one may be my hardest one, to be completely honest. Really? Because it's so, you know, it, when you let your walls down and yep. you let somebody in and then they hurt you, for me, it's like walls up, yep. peace, never again, you know? Yeah. And that's that's the easy thing for me to do. But the, like, not, you know, taking into account every little thing a person does and building up reasons in my mind why I should push them out of my life. That's, Mm -hmm. 
It's so hard. It's mm-hmm. so hard. I have a hard time with that in different relationships. Yeah. And I think that the people that I'm closest to is where I struggle the most. With sure. It. Because you are vulnerable. You're like, well, right. if you loved me, then why would you, why have would done you do that? this? Mm-hmm. Well, I think though too. And I mean, I don't, I'm not saying this is anybody specifically, but I know for me, at least I get very, I can get very easily offended when it is not about me at all. Mm. Like I will, t- yeah. can take offense to some things that have nothing to do with me. Yeah. And, um, God has shown me in my life, like that's a very reverse and warped sense of pride Mm -hmm. that somebody else's issue is about me when it has nothing to do with me. Wow. And so I think sometimes when we, I can keep account of wrongs that aren't wrongs to me. They're just, I got offended because of my interpretation and my filter. Right. Made Mm -hmm. it about me. (laughs) It's not about me at all. (laughs) It's just a very warped pride. Yeah. So true. Yeah. But I think it, you get it's all that emotions, it's right? All the feelings, and it's the stuff. like we talked about a few weeks ago. The devil going, you deserve, yep. you should get. What about you? you? This, this, you know, mm-hmm. that's my trigger. What about me? Mm-hmm. If I feel myself saying that, I got to stop. Yeah, Ooh, that's um, good. love does not rejoice in unrighteousness. Have you ever found yourself feeling <clears throat> good because something bad happens to somebody? Yeah. You kind of have that feeling of they got what they deserved. Yeah, yeah. that's rottenness. It is rotten. <laughs> that is, that rotten. is rottenness. That is not love. That is rottenness. That is pit of hell. <laughs> and I mean, I'm preaching to myself. I'm totally here. just thinking of an example <laughs> where, like, I mean, it's so wrong. But I was just like thinking of a time where somebody wronged me and then something bad happened to him and I was kind of like well yep <laughs> so bad yeah, it's so karma. wrong gosh it is it's this horrible is convicting so the last eight are the things that love isn't basically um the next five are positive definitions love rejoices with the truth um if our actions are in accord with agape love we will always welcome biblical truth and never right. resist it mm. right. um love bears all things Man, this is this is huge for me because the phrase bears all things comes from the Greek word meaning to cover something, kind of like a roof, oh. how God covers us. That's how we're supposed to be for others. We're supposed to cover them, mm-hmm. not expose them. Interesting. Um, and, and I love this. It, it, you know, you, you talk about even um, making somebody else's story your own. If it's not your story, don't tell it. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's not up to us to expose other people. Um, it believes all things. Ready to give people the benefit of the doubt, mm. not always being cautious of them. Yeah, you know, I ha- that's a big thing for me um, that I, I tend to beat this drum with people a lot because I think with our spouses and in relationships, work, friendships, whatever, our natural tendency is to assume the worst instead of assume the best. Yes. And mm-hmm. I've had to, I work on this a lot myself, but assuming that just because I got my feelings hurt or something happened, I, ch- I choose to believe that their intent was not to do that. Mm-hmm. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. It's right. no skin off my nose, right. but that, that makes me a healthier emotional person when I choose to believe that it was the best intentions and not the worst. You know, and it's hard. I tell the kids all the time, everybody has a story. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody does things because of their story. What's their story? What, what part of their story made them That's do that? That's wisdom and understanding. Yeah. Mm. What's their story? Everybody mm. has a backstory. And you just may not know what the backstory is, right. but everybody's got one. And I tell them, everybody's got something worth believing in. It doesn't mean that you have to be their best friend. It doesn't mean that you have to, to hang out with them. You're not going to be compatible with all people. But everybody has something worth believing in because everybody's created of God. Mm-hmm. So if you just write everybody off because of a stronghold that someone has, then you're writing off a creation of Christ, and Christ writes no one off. Right. 
ever. So I think, you know, what's the backstory and what is their um, thing worth believing in? And yeah. I think that that's what leads to hopes in all things. It hopes all things. Yeah. It doesn't give up. It doesn't lose, lose faith. And then it endures all things. Mm-hmm. Um, endures is a military term that really, truly just means to hold position at all costs, even unto death and whatever it takes. Oh, wow. And I really thought a lot about marriages with this. Mm. That's, I didn't know that. I never knew that. A military term that means to hold a position at all costs, even unto death, whatever it takes. Wow. We need to learn how to endure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of giving up, always looking for phileo and eros and right. sraj. <laughs> you know, we have to we have to have agape. Um, interesting fact: you can go back to all of these words and replace the word love with God, and it will work every single time. Mm-hmm. Interesting. God is love. So um, a lot of content there. But it's good content, and right. I just really think, gosh, Dern, we need to embrace agape love. That yeah. is God. That is His image. Everything else outflows from that image of God. Yeah. I don't really have a practical application this week. Um, I think a lot of self-reflection, yeah, probably more than anything, uh, just being really honest with yourself at yeah. where you are on the barometer of agape. Well, and I was just thinking for myself, like I want to pick, I know which one, like to pick one of those things of what love is not and to find the, what love is alternative to it. And like write both of those down, like on my bathroom mirror and dry erase. And like, as a visual reminder to love is not this love is this. And like, let that be my, I love that, Monica. Yeah. That's a great idea. I mean, good. even in the car, like driving, you know, big, big words in there, you know, be a reflection, right. yeah. you know, be patient. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those, that's great. So just closing out agape with the idea of, man, if we could get this, mm-hmm. we'd Absolutely. really have more of a glimpse of Christ. Yeah. And again, listeners, uh, we'd love to hear from you. If, if there's anything in this podcast that has resonated with you or if you have examples of uh, your own patient stories or in what ways you have shown love or you need to work on it, um, contact us. You can tweet us at Be Still Be Free or contact us at the website. We'd love to hear from you. Um, well, ladies, I'm going to pray us out today and, and we'll be done. Okay. Father, we come to you and um, we just thank you for the agape love that you have shown to us that you're teaching us. Um, We thank you that you are love. And Father, I just pray as we go out this week that um, we would be a representation of that love to others. I ask God that you would help us to um, just be a light and, and show your love to those that are around us. We love you and we praise you in Jesus name. Amen. Thank you for listening to the BeeCast. For more resources, please visit www.bestillbefree.com.